From the Cool 105 studio in the Breck Media Group facilities, my name is Donnie Rood. We are on the phone with Danny Hutton, vocalist and founding member of Three Dog Night, who are playing the Casper Event Center on Sunday, December 29th. Danny, hello, my friend. Hey, how are you, Donnie? We are fantastic, yeah. and we're looking forward to seeing you. Thank you for putting Casper on your stops, man. Oh, are you kidding? Uh I've been in all 50 states, and, and uh, we talked a little before, but uh, I live in California, and I just love to get out, you know, get out into that, that weather. That's, it's kind of fun. Then I get out of it. Right. <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And, it yeah, it, it, it's change like that can be exhilarating and healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, uh, that's what I people say. Do you, you know, you get bored, you're... You're playing. You're playing a lot of the hits you did in the past and all that kind of stuff. And I, I always tell them, look, I, I travel. We were doing 65 gigs a year, and now we're doing 105. Oh. And uh, I just love it. In different different seasons, and every night it's usually a different place. So I, I never get tired of it. Yeah. You know, such a cool thing, and, you know, you talk about, you know, people saying you're playing all those old songs and stuff, but you know what? I love going to these shows because I am surrounded in the crowd by people who music is important to. Yeah, but, you know, music, it, it triggers, uh, it's the, it, the only uh, the only art that, uh, that lights up your whole, both sides of your brain, which is crazy, the memory, yeah. the, uh, uh, the, the flight thing, you know, when uh, when you run away from animals, that's the rhythm part. It just opens right. up both both sides of your brain, it, and it, the the memory part uh, for a lot of people is great, you know. Uh, except for smell, uh, which is great too. Uh, that just it, music just triggers, brings me back when I hear it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. I remember the moment I was driving up. I live in L.A., going up Beechwood Canyon, and taking a left turn in the car, and I heard Little Richard. <laughs> And it went, wow, I remember the moment. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. And, you know, I, I made a, uh, I guess you'd call it a mixtape. It was a mix CD for my mother. Huh. Uh, I, I turned 50 this year. And so for Mother's Day, I made her this tape. And Three Dog Nights Black and White was on it. But ah. it was it was one of those for my earliest memories of music, my absolute earliest memories, because when I hear certain songs, black and white being one of them, uh-huh. I am four or five years old again yeah. discovering the world. And music yeah. was important to me then. I feel the same way, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, dep- depending on, on what uh, your philosophy is in a group, uh, I'm, I, our band is there to serve the audience. We're not there to serve ourselves. Yeah, uh, I know some of these bands will say, oh, man, oh, we don't want to do the hits, we want to do this, or we want to do that. But the people are there uh, to to be entertained, I think, by you. Uh, and by the way, what I'm going to do later on this afternoon uh, is go in with our original engineer from, uh, from 41 years ago and the original producer, and we're just finishing up our first new album in 41 years, uh, which and it's so exciting. I've, uh, I wrote six of the songs, and the band is firing on all cylinders. So that should be out in February. Uh, and uh, we, we might we might drop in one one uh, new song uh, on this set, but I I don't want to go out and do. Uh, 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 here's our new album and <laughs> knock out ten hits. Yeah, for the new stuff, you introduce it slowly. 
That, that, that's such good news to hear. I mean, yeah. that's that, that's amazing. Well, we would set the record, I think, for, for a group 41 years yeah. later to, to release their next album. Time between albums, 41 <laughs> years. You know, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. What, well, what? we had 21 hits in a row, so it's very hard when you're doing a set like that to to to, uh, to put in new songs. That we've got to kind of knock out. We've got to take a hit yeah. out. Yeah. And it's uh, is a real balancing act. You know, and I, I tell you, that's a that's a nice transition because I'm thinking, you know, 2019 and all of the 50 year anniversaries of those yeah. monumental moments. I mean, me uh, first and foremost. No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Led Zeppelin, uh, yeah. Woodstock. You know, we landed on the moon, and that began what five six years of just your string of massive hits. Yeah. And massive albums. Can you take us kind of back in your eloquent way to that time? Um, you know, it was, in a way, it was an innocent time. You know, it was all, all the drugs and all the insanity and people ODing and all. But uh-huh. it was innocent. And uh, it was a big, big, big deal for an acoustic uh, folk uh, band to get electric, like when Bob Dylan yeah. Started plugging amps into his stuff. Uh, they they were booing him off the stage, and uh, I mean, really hostile. Right. So, and it was that magic moment of uh, people combining rock with jazz or rock with uh, uh, just different types of music. It, it was all experimental at the time. Like the Beach Boys were basically the four freshmen, uh, and Chuck Berry combined with. Uh, Surfing lyrics when they started, uh, so you you had you had these these incredible uh, mixtures of music, which uh, was fascinating. Yeah, and that's one of those things that I mean, you guys tapped into as well with the three vocalists. I mean, you you got that with with more like Motown and rhythm and blues, but here's this rock and roll band that's doing the same thing. I mean, that yeah. was unique. Well, is that? It was, the difference is that because uh, I formed I formed a band and uh, I used to I was a record producer and, uh, and writer and so I would do I I would do records uh, for Hanna Barbera the different record companies I was on five labels by 1965 <laughs> and I would I go in and I would I would I play all the parts then I would sing the lead and three part harmony in the background so it was all me doing it so. I, I, li- I always liked that triad thing of singing. And Motown, they had such incredible singers, but they'd have one guy up front and then four guys in the back dancing off the mic. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, what a waste. <laughs> they should. And, and I made sure when we mixed, when we mixed our records, that it was the three of us. Even if the other two guys were singing harmony, the, the harmony was as loud as the lead. Yeah. So we basically were a horn section. Yeah. Uh, and it was a different way of uh, of doing it. Uh, and everybody in our band, you know, we they kind of push it um, in the early days, the first couple albums, that it was three guys. But everybody in the band was could sing lead. Every, all the musicians had their own groups, and they were the lead singer in their own groups and played instruments. So we were pretty... Uh, there were no rookies, <laughs> right? In, and then in the band, yeah. So, like on December 29th, I mean, that is the thing. Is I mean, just the world class musicianship, which we're looking forward to. Do you still do like multiple vocalists? I mean, you know, lost the the great Chuck Negron, you know, many years ago, but Corey Wells not that long ago. Yeah. Are do you still have that that prominent vocal structure? We, we everybody is incredible, good, incredible singers. 
uh, yeah, Chuck's had some, some. He's doing he's doing well. He's had some health issues. Yeah, but and he went through some struggles, and I really admire him. Uh, but uh, every yeah, we you know Corey Corey became sick, and he, we had no idea. He had no idea how sick he was, I and mean, he was the those people that don't know. He was like that blue had the big blues voice in the band, and uh, so he said, "Look, I'm going in for back operation." And um, while while I'm away, I don't I, I don't want the guys to lose their paycheck. So I know this other guy that can cover me. He's really great, yeah, David Morgan. So that's what happened. So David came in just to cover, and all of a sudden Corey passed. He went to he went to the hospital, and he passed in like three days. Man, they've got an infection, uh, blood infection. So uh, uh, the, that was awful. But the l- lucky part of it was that. Uh, the promoters already said, already had said, okay, David can fill in for Corey. Well, so the gigs didn't stop, and the guy, the guy is just incredible. You probably, you don't even know you've heard him. He he did a lot of the TV shows in the '90s. It was him doing the uh, all those different shows. That's him him singing doing commercials and stuff. Well, and ultimately, and, I mean, it sounds like Corey gifted you, David. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I just love the idea that he said, this is the guy yeah. that I would want to replace me. <laughs> and he was, but he didn't know it was going to be permanent. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he's uh, he's written, uh, Ray Charles has done his songs, uh, he's a writer also, and he's just wonderful. Uh, he was in Ricky Nelson's band, um, and... You know, Ricky passed away in an air crash, but he'd taken off for six months because of all of this, all these commercials that he was doing, and that's when the plane crashed. So he's had a magic life. Yeah, without question. You know, and yeah. I tell you, I mean, speaking of magic lives, you know, you're working with the likes of, uh, I mean, my goodness, Elvis Presley and Elton John. You know, with with such a storied career. But I think you answered, knowing that there is new music coming from Three Dog Night. Are there things that still make you today say, you know, oh wow? Oh yeah, I've been listening to all the alternate radio stations here in L.A. And uh, we got to we've got to walk that. I still want to sound like a band. I don't want it to be that. You know, a lot of the love the new music it's wonderful but it's really uh, produce the producers records yes where they're just all sounds and stuff and a lot of stuff i it's hard it would be hard for the artist to re, to uh replicate on on uh, uh on live shows and i want to keep it like a band but i want it to be more modern but appropriate so we walked this fine fine line and mm-hmm. you know one of my best friends is brian wilson so i learned so much from brian um you know the Pet Sounds album and all that stuff that he did. I was there in the studio when he he did all that stuff. So he's like my mentor. So this new album has a, a whole bunch of serious vocal parts. I don't I don't just mean the big choruses. Yeah. I mean intricate choral choral stuff that I arranged. So it's going to be fun fun to do live because everybody can sing. So a lot of the songs have got six part moving parts. Through, you know, through the songs. Um, it's, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Well, we're excited to hear, hopefully, a taste of that uh, coming the 29th. But, of course, the album, you said February, yeah? Yeah, I would say. Uh, I'm going to leave it up to the to the lawyers and okay. all that stuff. Sure. I wanna do. We're with Universal right now, so, uh, and they're, they're part of the largest record company, so we, do, we don't want to get lost. And, and uh, 
that's it's called it's going to be called the road ahead and um it's it's wonderful we have uh the cover is is basically shambhala and that you know the the place uh from the from the record absolutely with uh with jeremiah who's not this skinny skinny old guy with a <laughs> you know hobo uh thing on his back you know about luggage and uh uh, sunglasses, and he changed his name to Jerry. <laughs> oh, fantastic! All right, <laughs> <laughs> and then the road is going down into this big palace, Shambhala. So it's 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 funny. Very cool. Uh, yeah, that's well. Congratulations early on the uh, the new release. Yeah, and, and we're all over the place. We do an acapella song at the end. That's uh, that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be a magical night, and of course, all those hits. I mean, you, you I, I don't care what age you are, because we're doing actually contests, giving away your tickets on even our top forty station. If if you're in a crowded movie house or a mall or a train station, and you holler out, "Jeremiah was a bullfrog" in unison, a hundred plus people are gonna you know resound. Was yeah. a good friend of mine. Well, you know, we we were on about every musical chart there was, except for I think jazz. But yeah. We've been on every musical chart, the easy listening charts, the pop charts, the rock and roll charts, the country charts, number one on the R&B charts. We went over to London, England, recorded at the Abbey Road Studios with the London Symphony Orchestra. We did an album there. So we're we're all over the map as far as musical uh, uh, what we do musically. And yeah. I like that. I don't like to be stuck in one place. Uh, and uh, My sons are musicians and uh, uh so well, i have a, i have a studio here where, where we recorded uh, alice cooper's uh, old house and so i get to, to see and hear a lot of new bands that come up and record here at the house uh so it keeps me uh, uh informed yeah. about what kind of what's going on what a what a very cool blessed kind of thing yeah 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 it's good and this is uh i read a book called uh mastery and that that's just changed everything that got me back into recording that's really wonderful wonderful book uh yeah it's, it's uh just it's just amazing mastery mastery by his last name is green but uh it's uh, i recommend people uh want to want to learn something all know? right it's a, it's a good one i think well i just moved to the top of my queue <laughs> well, I tell you what, we should let you get back to uh, your thing. We, man, we so appreciate the time, Danny. Well, thank you, Donnie. I, I, um, I'm just really happy. We're going out the day after Christmas, so uh, uh, it's just going to be fun. We're going to have, we're going to everybody selfie. We're going to have, uh, uh, you know, our original guitar player played some incredible stuff on on the album. And it, as I mentioned, it's the original producer. That produced our stuff and the original engineer, so it's amazing to be working with those guys again. Well, I'll tell you that that makes the uh, the fans' souls happy to hear. So yeah. we're uh, we're excited for that, and we're excited for you to. I mean, just keep creating. Yeah, I think people are going to be surprised, even though they think they know what they're going to hear. It'll be different, but I think it's. I'm very proud of it. Uh, we're looking forward to it. And, of course, to the uh, 29th of December, that's Sunday night. Uh, tickets available, of course, at SinclairTix.com, at the Event Center box office, 800-442-2256. Or, of course, which I wouldn't wait to do, but you can pick them up at the door and stand in that cold line if you want to. I, I wouldn't <laughs> also, want to. <laughs> uh, also, the uh, opening opening guy is uh, Danny McGaw, and he's from... Uh, 
Manchester, England, and it's just him and the guitar, and he's just amazing. All right. Uh, so people should should get there to to see the opening of opening guy. He's he's just he's wonderful. Outstanding. We especially requested him. All right. That says everything right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Danny Hutton. Three Dog Night. We will see you on the 29th. And again, we appreciate the time and the conversation and, of course, the music. Thank you, Donnie.